Hi again. Saya Vasir speaking from Bleed the Heart. Shadow work is central to Bleed the Heart. This is a topic that we will discuss and cover in many facets. So I've begun a new series um, on shadow work, beginning with this episode, episode one, Shadow Work Defined. So let's discuss it. In my experience, the most common question from the start is, I'm not sure what shadow work is exactly. So we'll begin there and define the term in practice. Shadow work is the identification, the awareness and understanding of the shadow, also known as the unconscious, which many times involves traumas. To bring oneself to a place of love It's psychological of the psyche and dealt with in psychoanalysis. If you would like to cross-reference this, I recommend reading on Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud, who were the pioneers of psychoanalysis. The occult aspect connects the mental aspect to our subtle bodies, which is the physical, mental, and spiritual for deeper healing and exploration of self-mastery. Self-mastery is another topic that we will cover frequently because it's so instrumental to shadow work. So love, to bring oneself to a place of love. Love is the high vibrational state that drives creation in all forms. Trauma, depression, inactivity, repressed feelings, oppression, those aspects of ourselves that we've hidden to survive and operate in whatever environment we are or have lived in are the unseen factors that govern our choices and behaviors from the shadows or the unconscious. That becomes a pattern. Habits are hard to break. We wonder why we find ourselves in the same situations over and over, no matter how much we desire change and improvement. In my college education, aside from criminal studies or criminal psychology, I studied children, mainly toddlers, that were deprived of love and care for one year or more. Those children became lethargic, no desire to participate in healthy, age-appropriate activities. Instead, they were totally absorbed in what the people around them were doing, the outside world. They were not focused on their inner world. Does that sound familiar? Those children were unsure about everything, and they longed for love, but whenever they encountered it, they had no idea how to interact. So they drew back to shadow behaviors without understanding why. That's an energetic and emotional reaction that is stored in the unconscious, and that becomes a pattern. Children lack experience and intellect to organize the thought associated with the emotions, the reactions to their trauma. That vibrational state is low, stagnant, and is the opposite polarity of creation and love. If the child doesn't receive love or guidance and enters adulthood without it, the shadow becomes deep and dark with complex patterns and entrenched behaviors in the personality. 
Trauma can also occur in adulthood with no previous trauma in childhood. The entry into the pattern effect is the same, except the adult is aware of and affected by societal norms that lead to shame, withdrawal, and an accumulation of low vibrational energy in the body and chakras. So any type of stress will trigger the trauma response hidden in the psyche or shadow and will influence every thought and decision made thereon. Okay, so now let's talk about the practitioners, the guides and healers for individuals affected by their shadow, which is pretty much everyone. We shadow workers, guides for others to encounter and heal the shadow, we're often aesthetically dark because we've survived major traumas to become wounded healers, thereby most of our time is spent there working in the shadow. If there's no major trauma for the shadow worker, we are absolutely drawn to the dark recesses of the psyche and devote our lives to it, which is often apparent on the outside as well. Not all the time. I'm of the belief that most shadow workers are born into it. Of course, environmental factors through developmental and young adult stages of life shape our individual paths. But I think every single one of us recalls significant moments of being drawn to the darker and occult aspects of reality from a young age. We connect with and have a different perspective of death because it's so close and instrumental to the transformative nature of shadow work. Not always the physical death. We're, we're talking about being reborn, healing, becoming someone new. But it's also the low vibrational states of the darkest shadows that is so close to the end of what we know is life. To love is to desire the opposite, to desire life, and more so to actually live and participate in it, you know, to be creative, not stagnant. I might note that transformation is a major element of the work, but transmutation is the magical aspect of the work. But that is another topic for another time. This shouldn't be confused with light workers. Um some who will claim to be shadow workers in error. I'm not attempting to diminish either one. Both are equally as important. But one cannot be both at the same time. Light work is what will continue to bring you fully into a place of love. We shadow workers will help you become aware of and identify the depths of the unconscious. Master your fear achieve balance while encountering hidden drives that govern the course of your life and to make the connections to the occult that will help you better understand patterns and the deconditioning that occurs during shadow work. This is very important. There are neutral positions, the middle path, such as hermetics and gurus who will maintain the balance in a broader spectrum of fundamental energy. But to operate on the full spectrum that deals with the extreme polarities, doing both at the same time just isn't possible in our limited capacity as humans. 
Both light and shadow workers seek the middle path constantly to ensure that we're not too polarized in our work, which can be damaging to the spirits of both seeker and practitioner. I speak from my position as a shadow worker, which I take very seriously. I invite discussions with light workers regularly. In fact, when I'm too polarized, I notice that I become reactionary to light workers. And immediately I go to work on my own current state, which is my own shadow work. Fortunately, I have a few close relationships with practitioners and sisters of the way that will alert me when I'm falling off the proverbial cliff. <laughs> it's always a forthright approach with mutual respect and understanding. We all help each other stay as stable and as balanced as possible. So the first step in shadow work is the awareness of it. Then the desire to understand the shadow and embark on the healing journey. It's not a simple or comfortable experience in the beginning. In fact, if you have major traumas, it will most likely be quite painful. It will require maintenance throughout one's life, which becomes the new pattern that governs the psyche, meaning that the old patterns are replaced with healing patterns. And that's what your subconscious and your conscious mind in tandem will default to whenever you're faced with stressful situations or even making daily choices. Awareness, accountability, and love will keep balance in sight. That's what both workers' lives are all about. We dive deep to assist others lost in darkness. As a final note, know that everyone who claims to be a practitioner or healer must have a good understanding and method of shadow work. It is essential. If they don't, then you have grounds to doubt their claims. Why is this? Because no one is infallible. Shadow work is the road to self-mastery, which is essential in magic to master the elements of existence, seen and unseen. Self-mastery also means that nothing, unconscious or conscious, controls the individual. The individual is aware and constantly working to remain aware and in control through life experiences and spiritual development. It's a discipline. It requires study and absolute devotion. Would you want your shadow or light workers' unconscious strives affecting your life? <laughs> of course not. Who knows what's in their closet? Seek practitioners and healers that understand this and are committed to balance. Hold shadow workers accountable to their claims. I hope this helps you understand a little bit more about what I do. Truly, everything I write, practice, create, and seek is an interest to the veil path. This is Saya Visira of Bleed the Heart and the Veil Path. Look for the next installment of Shadow Work series very soon. Journey well, my brothers and sisters.